Welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. My name is Zach, and if you haven't put it together by now, I am your local dungeon master. And today I am excited to bring you episode 69 of the Accidental Adventures on the road again. Before we can get into today's very fun episode, we have to recap last week's episode, episode 68, Stoneheart. The fun guys reached the mountain-bound city of Shkonikov, having planned for their incursion and rescue of the Dundleys from a possible Kefkin threat. The group members weighed options and strategies backward and forward before Tello suddenly spoke up and admonished Craig that no voice mattered save his own and the fate of his family, for which Craig chose to reach out to Catherine and create a plan for themselves. The Sending Stone facilitated conversation quickly flipped the script on debate of Aaron's possible reluctance, as Catherine said that she was ready to go, but insisted that she would not leave without her and Craig's son. With the clear goal and an unflinching ultimatum, the adventurers set about planning on how to get Craig and Catherine to see Aaron, that he might be persuaded to depart with them and flee from what may come from the Iron Empire. Craig's reunion with Catherine was stilted and layered, but the distanced couple put their complications aside, permitting Roe and Boz to utilize their powerful magics to transform Craig, Cat, and Boz into bats to fly to Aaron's office at the long-discussed mine at the heart of the city. Their entrance went surprisingly well, and the party was further taken aback when their use of Catherine as voice of reason rapidly reframed Aaron's responses. The ensuing conversation between Craig and his son was everything but anticipated. Aaron's anger controlled by an uncharacterized degree of understanding, but a litany of issues previously unmentioned by Craig roiling at the surface. Reason prevailed in the end, and both the Fungi's and the Dundleys worked together to create an uncommonly fluid escape. The party flees now, attempting to make a clean break from the Kefkin authorities likely behind them, with the hope of formulating a path forward into an unclear future of family fraud conflicts. Without further ado, let's get into that story. Welcome back to Barely D&D. This is your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It is me, your favorite gnome. I am here you with your gnome. gnome. Yes. I have to think about it for a second. Uh, it is finals week in Texas. Oh, that's true. So. Sorry, everyone. We're down. Yes. Hope you're doing well. Praying for you. Actually, it's probably not finals week, but I hope that you're recovering well after that terrible, terrible time. <laughs> we are down a few people because of finals week, so it is just... Is it because of final? Well, I guess for Landon. Halfway. Yeah, so it's Landon's... halfway finals. Landon's not going to be on the mic, at least for this episode, because he is... Um, if you've ever met, like, a small nerd, he's like that, but a big one. Hey. So he's having to do nerd stuff, like schoolwork. He's living the dream. He's living... He's, living, living, he's sharpening his academic okay. weapon. Uh, so Landon's out there being a nerd, and then Jackie's sick. Because she's also a nerd. Because she studied so, too hard for her. Because she studied too hard for her. <laughs> I miss you, Jackie. So right now we're rocking with just um, Abolator and also Magellar Cutty. Yeah, so. my name to Chubunkles. No. I like it. Abraham Lincoln. I, I think you said Chubunkles. Chubunkles. I said Chubunkles and you were like, I like Chubunkles. Like, okay. <laughs> no, I said Chubunkles. Oh, it's Chubunkles? Yeah. You're going to have to write this down for me. <laughs> That's what you said. I think we have a letter from the great Melanie. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to remember the question, not because I didn't come up with it, <laughs> but because... Okay. So question for this week is if your character could hang out with any NPC in Yalabrin for a day, who would it be? Yes. And why? And why? Nice. Nice. 
Let's go, Melan. Do we need to choose an NPC? Yeah. So that was what was in the question. So if no, you wanted, no, could... like for you. For yeah, you. probably. Okay. Who do you guys want it to be? I kind of want it to be Nam just because she doesn't like too many people yeah. right now. So yeah. I kind of want to know yeah. who's her favorite, you know? I think she would pick nobody. Who would she pick? Hmm. That's a good question. Craig? Oh, gosh. I, I just feel like it would be Tello. Well, you already do. Not so. his wife. But like, not what? Not his wife. He wouldn't hang out with Okay, so <laughs> assumedly, all right, let's just, let's just back this up a thousand times. It like, this is like, like not someone. So like, it's not like pick someone you spend all day with from those people who <laughs> you spend all day with. It's like someone they haven't spent a lot of okay. time with. Who would they spend time with? Mm, yeah i think that i was thinking from the perspective of like who have i had like the best conversations and like my favorite kind of um conversations with and i was like oh tallow and then i forgot (laughs) (laughs) he's got a life so yeah i would say his wife especially since like he hasn't been able to see her and spend time with her he's a little scared of Aaron right now but okay i don't know that we understood the assignment but i also kind of like it uh, Greta? Dude, can they be dead or alive? <laughs> sure. Nifty. Oh, man. Yeah. Why? Because he's Good awesome. point. <laughs> I don't even think Greta would ask questions. I think she'd be a little starstruck, which I don't think happens often. But I think she'd just want to, like, follow him around. She'd be like, just do it. Just do your thing. Just don't mind him here. And she'd just, like, follow him around. Like, probably, like, taking notes and, like, drawing everything <laughs> that he does. Like, he just, like, writes... Like he like writes like a grocery list and she's like <laughs> studying it. She would be absolutely like one hundred percent start milk. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what Nifty would put on a grocery list. I assume a lot of beans. I think that Nifty would find it funny. Yeah, he'd probably be really into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So are you all sticking with Nam? Yeah. Well, she doesn't know anyone. Who would she pick? Oh man. Does she have a husband or a wife? No. Since she doesn't know anyone, I'm just going to pick people that like Thimnan. Nam would pick Thimnan. Nam would spend all day with Thimnan. And they would just sit somewhere and they would go. They would they would talk about like edge. And then the other person would go edginess. And the other person would go edgier. <laughs> and they would just do that again and again. And yeah. they'd put more and more cloaks on and talk about more and more dead people. They'd like... They'd like, they'd be like, hey, do you want to see this knife? And they'd be like, wow, that's a good knife. And they'd then see they'd who like, had more knives. Yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd be like for four hours just pulling yeah. knives out of their pockets. <laughs> All right. So um, without further ado, uh, so we're going to get in today's episode, episode 69. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, what are you, why are you saying that to me? Not you. Her. Abby's trying real hard. <laughs> At least Jackie's not here. I wasn't expecting it. I thought I would be waiting for it, but it caught me off guard. Um, We're we're doing episode 69, On the Road Again. On the Road Again. On the Road Again. I can't wait to get back on the road again. So, it is is the Accidental Adventures episode 69, 69, On the Road Again. And the date is 3488PB Bjorkaneth 28. Moving forward, guys. We're moving in time. Yay! That is how time works. It moves forward. <laughs> when you need that Red Bull, you just signal me, man, and I'll get it for you. It is 3.16 p.m. in four seconds. Ah! 
I've never once asked you the time. Oh. That's, well, I don't know why you gave me that That's face. Jackie. Okay. So 3.16 p.m. And the day of the week, since we have that. Day, <gasps> I'll probably put that Yay. on the website somewhere. I need to put that up so people can see it. Um, I'll put it on the Patreon. Put it on the Patreon. Uh, it is Omnem. A-M-N-E-M. Wait, wait, wait. Which A-M-N-E-M. A-M-N-E-M. Omnem. One more time. A-M-N-E-M. Which you all would know to be the fourth day of the week. And bless us so low. What? Omnem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I felt about that. Uh, so you all would know that it's basically Thursday. Sick. <laughs> um. So we come back in with the fun guys. Big surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys have just burst out of the Shkonokov cave. Whoa! Whoa! Yay! Wait. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they? Didn't we stop with them getting to us? Yeah, well, so you guys have burst out of the cave and the the bats have flown back to the group and <laughs> transformed yeah. back out of it. And uh, Ro and Boz are both just really pensive and not talking. And um, you guys have returned to Tello and, uh, and Ro is there. Yeah, that's right. She didn't go with you. And um, behind you is just a screaming from a giant goat that is just down the road with a cart with two distressed looking women in it. And um, the giant goat just <laughs> and like skids to a halt with big eyes. Um, they're those like narrow slitted eyes that mm -hmm. goats have that are all weird and wonky lack. And um, are you good, bud? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to do it um, on the mic. Ah, that was considerate. Um, so now I'm just pointing things out and hopefully. So the goat arrives and <laughs> it has this like cart with a broken wheel behind it. And Catherine is in the cart, a couple bags. Uh, slung over her shoulder. Her eyes are wide, her hair frizzed. She's just gripping the side of the wooden cart very hard. Next to her is a uh, woman you do not recognize, who you all could assume to be Jal. Um, she is also there with wide eyes and frizzed hair. And um, I'll describe her in, more in a... Well, I, we'll go ahead and introduce her. Smooth as that. So, um, she has... Uh, she is not a dwarf. Um, she is a, uh, a halfling woman. Um, but she's a bit tall for a halfling. You imagine that she would come right up to about Aaron's height. Um, and she has sort of like this petite little chin and uh, a very narrow nose that kind of splays out into kind of a button shape quite a bit at the end. Um, she has very soft hazel green eyes, um, dirty brown hair uh, that comes down into two large braids on either side of the shoulders. Um, very thick and long. She is wearing uh, this really nice light tan uh, sort of, it, it's it's like something in between a dress and a tabard. So it has a sort of soft, lovely appearance to it. And from the waist down, it like splays out into a long skirt. But at the top, it's just sort of like a tabard top, one unified leather piece with some softer cloth on it. It has a little yellow trim to it, um, kind of frills out a little bit over the chest and a high collar. Um, uh, a couple rings on her hands. Um, she has uh, sort of like warm brown skin um, with uh, uh, little like very dark freckles all across her face. And um, she's just standing, she's sitting in the cart with really like just gripping the wood, her knuckles white, her eyes wide. And one of the wheels is like entirely bent in and the cart just <laughs> off kilters, like slide, falls on the side a little bit. And, they both <laughs> and then um, the goat sort of like pulls itself away from the harness and walks over to Boz and goes, <laughs> and Boz uh, says, oh, right, 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 right. And he pulls out um, 
the uh, uh, the crook of the mad prince, and he sort of bops it like a wand, and then and there's all this um, this auburn colored magic, and all of a sudden Aaron is standing there again. <sighs> okay, and the group is all back together. Um, you guys have gone a couple miles down the road. Um, so you are away from the gates, but you did just burst out of the city. So plan probably needs to be come up with of some sort. Mm. And so the party is there. What is everyone doing? We we need to. <laughs> a lot of things just happened, and we need we need to get out of sight. Okay, we need to go. Is this our cart? Do we? T- it's not very usable. Um. Okay. Unless the fourth you can... wheel finally <laughs> snaps. <laughs> unless you and got <laughs> magic woodwork. Abilities, I don't think it's worth just salvaging. I wish I did. Um, okay, okay, okay. I say, how many people do we have, Craig? Got you, me, we got seven people, and Tello, and those other two people. So if two of those become horses, then we have six people. Okay. Hey, Boz. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ro. Can y'all uh-huh. do the thing where you turn into horses, a big horse, so that you can fit three people on your back? You guys are eighth level? Yes. I'll race you. Uh, how many fourth eight level po- slots eight. does an eighth level player have? Oof. Two. So the question is, how many have they expended? Details, shmee tales. It certainly seems like one. Well, Boz might be dwindling on wild shapes by now because he's been a condor and a bat twice. But they should, both of them should have one polymorph yet. So, not needing to consider at all and understanding their magic and their powers, Boz uh, goes, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Who, who am I turn Can into you be a, a big horse that's big enough for three people? Yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. And then Rose. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, I could you do that. You should wait until we get off of this cliff because horses are not good on cliffs. Oh, um, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. We should do that. And yes. Boz just, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. We should, like, get going, right? Yeah. I'm going to run over to Catherine and don't know her name. Um, Then I'm going to walk up to them and say, hi. Okay, so Catherine. Okay, okay. So we've got, um. oh, uh, Jean, this is, and that half-legged woman is standing there with really wide eyes, looking back and forth at everyone. I'm gonna match. And she her. furrows her brow. She turns her head and she looks at Aaron. And Aaron goes, "We need to talk off the road." And she kind of glares a little bit at him. And he goes, "I said there was an emergency, but we're the emergency is that we're having to flee. We we need to have this conversation, but we're in danger. So can can we go ahead and, and go?" And he's talking to Jaw. Yeah, oh. and she just kind of grits her teeth a little bit, narrows her eyes, and nods. She turns to you all and she says, Sorry, hi, I'm Shawl. Um, Shawl Ordrick. Hi. Hi, Craig. Hey. Um, what's, what's happening? Um, we are... We are the fun guys. This is Boz, Ro, Greta, and you know me. I wave at her. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, we need to go because we just made a really big scene that drew attention to us when um, some things are going down that 
we're, like, we're, we're leaving. And yes. Aaron kind of steps in and he goes, honey, I, th this is bad. And we didn't do this well. We didn't plan this, but we have to go now. Um, you remember how my dad is wanted. She nods. He says, this is, they're, they're trying to get us out because um, the, the, the hand of Kefk might be coming for them and people they know. Jal, her mouth kind of drops a little bit and her eyes get big. Um, and he just goes, I, uh, I, I know, I know this was not done well, but like we have, we have to go now. We can, we can, we can have problems later, but we can't have them now. And her eyes, she kind of takes a couple paused breaths and she just, Okay. All right. And uh, Aaron just turns back to you all and says, okay, so we need to like get up the path. I don't know. How do we... We're, we're on the path right now, correct, DM? Uh, you guys are just kind of at the high side of the highway and that like um that uh, inlet road on the side of the mountain, that path that you all came down yeah. is up behind you. We need to go. And we Craig's... probably want to leave on this road, right? On the road? We should gallop on our horses and gallop out of the road because the horses can't climb through the mountain, but it is the fastest way to escape. Or should we climb up the road and kind of hide in the mountains. The road will make it easier on the horses, but we need to make sure that we can hide. Okay, so if we see people behind us... Uh, the road is going to make it easier for them to find us. That's a good point, Craig. And Greta's scratching her head really hard right now. And Rose still feels super sick from the berries, and she just has no ideas or opinions. And Boz uh, is... He just... He's yeah, just so too tall and he doesn't have any ideas. So oh. they just don't, they can't get anything out. Yeah. Can I cast, DM, can I cast two auguries for two separate events at the same time? You could cast one and then cast one. Okay. They'd have to be separate. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to um, step away. I'm going to step away really quick. Okay. And I'm going to. Aaron goes, um, I'm, do we, don't we need to kind of get going? Yeah. Craig, do you think we should climb in the mountains or I think we should take the road. That's my I, opinion. I think we should climb in the mountains. If we take the road, they're going to find us more easily. We can go faster on the road. The horses can gallop. But their horses can also gallop. But they're behind us. Aaron just looks at you and goes, Aaron, what do you this, think? I don't know. Tell her what you I'm think. a mind manager. Tell her was, um, um, I mean, we saw a Kefkin officer on this road the last That's time fair. we were here, so, or a guard or something, so I imagine we should get back on the pass. My only okay. problem is that the cart is right next to the place we're climbing up. So if they're smart, they might start looking for us there. Can we burn the cart? Could we move the cart further down the road to make it look like we went down the road? And, um, Aaron. Turns around, looks back at it, and goes, Man, I really should have stayed a goat for about a minute more. <laughs> I hate to do this. Could could one of the people who can polymorph run the cart down the road and then turn into a bird and catch up with us on the pass? Boz goes, I, I could polymorph the cart away. Is that that's what you're that's what you're saying? I'm saying you take the cart like 
couple yards yeah. down the way yeah. and then polymorph back to us. Yeah, I could use my last poly my last polymorph to move the cart and then I could use my last wild shape to get back to you guys. Are you sure? I don't want to... Uh, I have no a... opinions and I suddenly have no sense of spell conservation and I'm just doing the ideas the other group members have. Okay, cool. Or maybe he wouldn't do that. Hmm, what would Boz do? It's not fair. I can't make decisions for Landon. <laughs> make a persuasion. Nope, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is a weird moment. I'm down. Evens are all. And he turns into <laughs> he turns into a giant goat, and the 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 staff lights up, and when he's a big goat, and he's and he he pushes the cart with his hat with his horns, and it like trails through the path, and he gets it a good like 40, 50 feet, and then he just shoves it into the side of the wall. And then Boz is clever, so he like he runs a bit down the road, just making a bunch of prints of hoof prints down the road, and then he like on wild shapes on the part of the path, and. uh just starts jogging back and halfway back he goes um it occurs to me i didn't have to wild shape i could just walk back to you guys <laughs> well we're already down the path and he's jogging after you all okay cool and otherwise if the whole group agrees everyone starts yeah. fording their way up the mountain path um the party has spent uh you guys kind of take for granted how long you guys have been doing this because it's not the most arduous climb ever but um you all start outpacing jaw really quickly oh, yeah. um oh. Uh, so at Craig. some point Aaron just goes back and uh, like puts her on his back and you're watching just the most passive aggressive angry piggyback ride you've ever seen in your <laughs> life because she does not look happy and there are heavy bags and people are like feeling the weight but you guys are you guys are climbing through the past weaving your way through stone and you are trying to get your way um, up around the mountain um, could everyone make a group stealth check for me aye, aye, aye. or survival I'll take either I'm going to use my inspiration. And of course, you can always roll for Tello. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. <laughs> I can take the highest, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the way the inspiration okay. works. And then you can always roll for Tello, who can factor in your average. Yes, sir. What'd you get, Craig? Got a 16. Okay, that's really good for Craig. Holy cow. Okay, and then let's see what your family members get. I got a 13. Oh. Okay. Okay, and you can go ahead and roll for Tello. <laughs> what do you get? Tello got a 14. Oof. Um, so you all uh, work and wind your way up the pass and everyone's in a hurry and um, there are more bags being carried around and you all have exerted yourselves a bit to get out of the city so people are stumbling and some rocks are kicked out of the way and some objects are sort of knocked about and you all you all can hear a ruckus of like <laughs> and every once in a while a rock fractures and snaps and <laughs> it's way down the canyon but the thing that's really getting you all is you're realizing that you're, there's just leaving an array of prints behind you and um, uh, Catherine like sort of slips over a couple times and dislodges part of the path. So, you know, if someone doesn't notice the path you're taking, you're fine. And if someone unskilled is after you, you'd be okay. But it occurs to you all that you are leaving quite a trail behind you. Yes. Hey, Rote, and I don't know if this is prestidigitate works. Can you like do something with the path? Or yeah, like no, absolutely. That would work really well. Bring, bring, bring. She's just... And six inches of, of dust are just like sort of getting lifted at a time. And it's absolutely not fixing the problem. She goes, just a little bit more and I have it. Bring, 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 bring. It's super not working. Bring, bring. Just let me do it a little bit more and I'll have it. No, bring, no, bring. no, I've got it. <laughs> bring, 
No, this will work. Bring. Bro, I don't. We gotta keep bring, running. Ro! Bring. Just a little bit more. Bring. And then, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> that was funny. Um, how long does the group go for? Uh, uh, what time is it? Three. It's still three. I mean, it looks like it's sometime in the afternoon. To be actually, I really shouldn't give you the time because the only person with that feature is not at the table. Uh, so okay, it's um, sometime in the afternoon. I say we keep going. Do we know I, how long? Sorry, Craig. No, no, you go. Do we know how long it's gonna be, Craig? Do you know how long it's gonna be until we get out of the mountains? Hey, DM. Make a make a survival check at advantage because you spent a lot of time in these mountains when you were younger. Those are cool dice, Mike. They're really cool mice. dice. It's a good sound. Okay. Except mice. Um, you said dice. survival. Mm -hmm. Those are artifacts. Yeah, so that's an 18. Dude, nice. First I got um, a three. If you're, you, you spent a lot of time in this when you were younger, in these mountains. If you just go, if your goal is just to get out of them as soon as you can, a solid seven, eight hours of hiking and you guys could be out. If you're trying to get out, like, if you're not just trying to go down the nearest path down to the base, um, and you're trying to get out into like kind of an affordable, helpful path, um, you know, good, good 10 hours because you are, you guys are like two thirds of the way up a mountain and these, it, we made, you know, as on your way up, it was, uh, you all had a whole day to spare to get up to the position you needed and it took much of the day to do so. And, um, you all are aware that it was, it was quite, um, quite an effort to make it up through the mountain. People had to spider climb, there were multiple stops taken. This is, this is going to be tough hiking. Not good news. Um, we've got at least like seven to eight more hours. We probably need to camp out um, somewhere. Do you know a good place to hide? DM boy. <laughs> Make another smile check. check for me. Okay. Cave check. Advantage? Sure. <laughs> okay, that was a 12. I mean... It's a mountain somewhere on the side of it. Now, the thing that works to your advantage is that you know that the way that Skonokov is arranged, and as you all, the whole party has easily seen, it is nested in the middle of this mountain range that sort of presses inward like a hand curling its fingers together. And the highway moves between them. So you all are out on the side in the side of a mountain. So if someone has followed you, you know, they could survey the mountain. But otherwise, you guys are just somewhere on a mountainside. So if you find a good spot, you find a good spot. Ro quickly volunteers and she says, um, I could try and make the hut and maybe we all could hide inside of it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that would work. I think that's a great idea. I think, yeah, I think that we should hike for as long as we can. And then, like, before we get tired, I think we should spend, before we get too tired, I think we should spend a little bit of time hiking off the trail into, like, a little valley or a crevice. And then do the hut there. You all are talking and Aaron's nearby and there's already sweat on his brow and some of his hair's coming together and he goes, okay, that sounds like a good idea, but that's, that's a lot of hiking. And uh, Jal on his back just rolls her eyes. Okay. Aaron, how long do you think you're good for? I'm a Dudley. Let's, let's go. I mean, do you, if... I, I do don't know. You, let's you, just, it's like okay. live or die, right? So let's go. Yeah. Okay. Do you need someone to take turns doing the piggyback riding? No. Nope. Having uh, the piggyback riding Jean, being done. <laughs> Jean just 
<laughs> kind of makes a little bit of a face. I, goes, I know. I, I just offering. Right on your back. No, I I know. But and, I, I just Aaron wanted goes, to. I'm, I'm fine. Let's, okay. just, let's just let's just keep going. <laughs> um, and so uh, with what sort of like, are you guys carefully, slowly picking your way down the mountainside? Or are you going to try and move with some expediency? How are you guys doing this? I say we're expediating. Yes, Craig? No, Craig? Okay. Expediating yeah. as best as we can. And yes. if people hit their breaking point, then we okay. go slower. Let's get athletic checks from everyone. Oh. Tello included. And I'll just roll for everyone else. Oh, man. <laughs> That's bad. Go ahead, do your thing. 21. Oh. Ooh. 21. Barbarian. 21. Barbarian check. He is the athletics. I Very much so. I got a 17. Tello got a... Oh, Tello's dead. Does he have inspiration? <laughs> Tello got a 4. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not go well. Because uh, everyone else got a 2. So, uh, yeah, I'm rolling for the NPCs. Oops! Now, Zach's rolls are your problem for once. Um, you all pick your way down the side of the mountain, and you um, you tie ropes off where you need to to send down brief cliff faces. You work your way across Juniper stands, and the fun guys do well. You guys have been traveling and, and, and adventuring together for more than two months now. You are doing well at traversing the landscape. But um, the company with you is having a rough time, and Tello, uh, Tello has a couple of rough bouts of it. Can I get a dexterity saving throw from Tello at some point? Oh, no. And I'm going to... Well, actually, I'll deal with that in a second. Oh, he's so dexterous. Holy crap. Yeah. Rogues. What's that total? You can do it. Come on, Abby. Math. Math so hard. That'd be a 12. A 12? Oh, wow. Okay, at some point he does slip. And <gasps> there's a... And he starts to tumble over. Can I catch him? And uh, he, he just grabs himself. Like, he presses his weight into the side of a rock, slides down the front of it, and then pushes off of a leg and does kind of like like a little stumbling catch with like kind of a bad roll. And, he, and he's going to take a point of bludgeoning. But as he gets up, he just... <clears throat> wipes a little blood off his forehead. And he goes, All right, that's a save. Careful, everyone. And uh, not long after, Craig, could you roll a d4 for me? We're going to decide which of your family members uh, falls at some point. So you can go ahead and roll that d4 for me. Craig, you have a fourth family member. One. Okay. Um, uh, at some point, uh, Catherine does. Uh, so you all are sort of like, you're working your way down one craggulous part, and... Uh, pardon the pun and you are like right <laughs> behind her kind of watching your steps and Craig with a 21 I mean you're crushing it in fact at some point Aaron does kind of give out and with your 21 athletics check he has to turn it over to you and you start carrying Jal who's not pleased about it but gets it's a life or death scenario and um yeah it's dude, easy you're jacked um <laughs> I mean, your legs are burning on fire, but nothing you can't handle. Uh, and while you're focused on helping Jal and Aaron's nearby, kind of like helping you down as you're helping her, Catherine is working her way down the side of, of like a steep rock that leads to like sort of a sharp embankment below. And um, she slips and there's a, uh, a quick, huh! and then, uh, and she down a level below and you just hear go, ah, 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 ah. Ooh. 
and as as you look as you like sort of rush to the edge i assume you can put jaw down and she you know hops off like oh sorry and uh, aaron grabs her as you run over to the edge of the rock i assume you look just it's just four feet down but it's four feet which is kind of like six feet for a dwarf and as you look down over the edge of a rock um she has fallen to her side and i want you to roll a d6 for me five. Mm. Okay, let me make a little note real quick for no reason. Um, I'm going to make a saving throw. Okay, I rolled a six. <laughs> Just casually makes three saving throws. <laughs> no. Okay, so um, she is like kind of at the rocks, rocks below. Just... Oh like pulling herself up on her side and there's a little blood on one of her hands and part of her arm and a little part of her, um, her, the pan of her leg is a little, little red and she's just, ah, she's helping herself up. I, can I get down there yeah, and help do her? Yeah, narrate what you're doing. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, without a, without even a second thought, he's like moving down okay, just like to where oh, she is. Nimbly. Well, maybe not nimbly, but forcefully and with strength a couple yeah. times, like, in, like whereas Tello and Greta are carefully picking their way down the rock face, you're just sort of like, taking leaps and full force taking like every jump you take you just poof, and catch it in the quads and you um uh you like keep pushing your way down past rocks and once something gets stuck you just push the rock out of the way with your leg um and as you like get down we're in the rocks <laughs> down the path um you are down there and you are with her she's just <sighs> and she's kind of pushing herself up on her hands and then i i'm like no no, no you don't need to move you don't need to move oh, i'm fine no Mike. no let me I'm check okay all right did you say micah I said Craig, but okay. those names are very similar. They both have an I and an A in them. Okay. And then I, I, where does it hurt? I don't know. Does Everything it hurt on the your right. leg? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my leg And then hurts he goes down to right check here. her leg. Okay, make a medicine check for me, Craig. It's <laughs> a 10. Um, I mean, there's... There's a little blood. That's not good. So if something's probably cut, that might really sting. But you know, the leg's not like the blood isn't the the bloody spot on the leg isn't getting bigger. So she's probably okay. Real life, Micah. No, this is probably not it. <laughs> you are um, not real life, Micah. Oh, <laughs> you are not real life, Micah. Can you can you put weight on it, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, and she sort of gets up, and she's no. back down. No. Okay. Um, one of the people who have actual magical powers, can you, I help you down here to see what the issue is? Can I? Can I? Yeah, you scramble down. Yeah. I, I help her down. I'm not gonna trust. Yeah. Her to scramble jump on top of Craig like an angel. <laughs> um, yeah. Give me an medicine check, please. You, can I make jump a medicine? To Craig? No. Okay. Can I please? That was a Greta joke, DM boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a medicine check, please? Yes. So Greta scrambles on down. More rock is dislodged. Boz and Ro look worried. Heckin' yeah. I'm going for my med degree, actually. <laughs> I'm cha- I'm multi-classing as a, as a family practice doctor. <laughs> Bro, that's a... That's like a 26. Wow. Holy crap. You know what? I am going to pull up Rose and Boz's stats, actually. Are you gonna Which are on the website if anyone wants to look, barelydnd.com. There's also maps on the website. There are also maps on the website. Okay, 26. Oh shoot. Yeah, I mean you know this. 
Um, you learned all about anatomy one way oh, or another. Oh, I sure did. We, one way or another. Um, I mean, I get you. I get you. Get you. Get you. Get you. Uh, her legs, like, it's it's just slightly off kilter, kind of halfway down the thigh, and um, you know how that leg is supposed to sit, and it's not sitting right. That leg is broken, and it's broken in the femur. Oh I know God. what that is like. She, her right femur is broken. And um, Twin. in fact, you're willing to bet that she's probably like in a little bit of shock. And in a second, this is really going to start hurting. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to super quickly. I'm going to like. She's just. I'm going to look. I'm oh, going to kind of like. Okay. Kind of grab her shoulder and be like, hey, yeah. hey, Catherine, this is totally okay. You're going to No, gonna no, I'm fine. fine. I'm not worried. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to oh. cast a healing spell and you're going to feel better. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's like a bard thing. Uh, I'm a cleric, but oh, yes. Okay, that's yes. that's great. Yeah, and so I just ca I cast it super quick. Okay, okay. what does it look like as you cast? Um, what do you cast? Cure wounds, healing word, healing word. Okay, what do you? What does it look like as you cast it, uttering a phrase to translate the magic? Yeah, I'm gonna like try and be like really. Like I'm gonna like what would what would like a real cleric do? And I'm gonna like <laughs> pretend to do that. I'm gonna like like put my hands in a little prayer <laughs> and then draw like little pretend symbols on the femur. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna do that and like kind of mutter my <laughs> phrase because I know that does. my phrase is like a is Vith like a guttural tongue. terrible yeah. sound. So I'm gonna like kind of whisper it really quiet. And Craig, you're sitting there as you like Row and Boz look confused too as you all watch her practice magic in a way you never have. It, you just you just utter a phrase and then there is healing. That's all the spell does. And it's yeah. 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay. And one more d4 for each level up from one that you cast. It. Do what you're going to do. It's your thing. Yeah. I do what you want to do. I'm out of the pop I'm like, <laughs> I have no concept of uh, numbers, so this is a challenge. I'm going to cast it at the third level. So that's 3d4 plus spellcasting. Okay, modifier. roll for healing. So as you uh, clasp your hands and mutter as quietly as you can while drawing fake symbols, um, the uh, symbol lights up from under your chest and, uh, you know, like Aaron and Jaw kind of can't help but lean in because no one in the family's ever seen magic and uh, or maybe like once or twice somewhere in town, maybe at a show. Um, and uh, Catherine sort of like opens her eyes expectantly and this black and dark green heinous like like tendrils of magic creep out she sort of like pushes back a little bit and it and um you try really hard to mutter under your tongue and you go and there's just this that wraps up to her she goes and then uh the magic wraps around her leg what's the total when it says my spell casting plus your wisdom modifier wisdom modifier is with that total, girly. I'm working on it. You're succeeding on it. Get him. Ooh. Oh, get him. That'll be a six. Total? Yeah. That's mathematically impossible. You said you cast it at third level? Yeah. So that's 3d4. You Did you roll a one on all 3d4s? No, I got a... What'd you roll on the d4s? I got two ones and a two. Okay, so we're already at four. Plus your spellcasting modifier. Which is a five. Your was you so that's nine. Okay. Four plus five is nine. Cool, thank you. Okay. It's my wisdom modifier, not the saving throw, right? 
Yeah. Nine. And your modifier is plus five. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> I did not um, have that. So was the magic sort of sweeps around her leg and she... <gasps> she looks back down at her leg. Oh, that thing's straight as an arrow. It's better? Oh, yeah. Heckin' yeah. And she just sort of... Wow. Okay, clerics. I mean, scarier than I thought they would be, but that was amazing. And she sort of gets up on a leg. Once we get you back up there, Ro can probably take care of the um, stains. Uh, Ro is like there, like a horror movie creature <laughs> over her shoulder. And she just she just um, whistles and, and kind of goes, oh, and all the blood whoosh, disappears. And uh, Ro goes, oh, you're welcome. It's, it's, not, it's not a problem. It's, it's fine. I'm going to like check over Catherine again and, and yeah. just kind of. She looks good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like look at her and kind of touch her shoulder again and say, "You you feeling okay? Do you feel better?" Yeah, amazingly. Okay. That okay. that was really incredible what yeah. you just did. Yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna keep going for a little bit and then we'll we'll stop. And okay. All right. Um, mm -hmm. and the party continues. They descend. I, I make sure to help her. Okay, you are with Catherine the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I'm not losing um, side. I mean, things are still weird, still awkward, but. It's relieved a little. Life or death situations really help put marital conflicts to a side for a moment. And for just Back a second, burners. you're just, you what? Back burners. Yeah. It's just real, real Incredibles moment here as the <laughs> family's just surviving down the side of the mountain. And you all go and you go. How long does the party go for? I say in, until it starts like to get dark. Heckin yes. Well, like until we can start to see the light. Is. Yes. When the light gets to that yummy goldeny thing, I say yeah, we look and gotcha. we start looking. Can for I get perception a, checks a from you all? You know what I mean? Not a house. Wow, that's not good. What'd you get, Kriag? Well, I got a seven. <laughs> Sounds like Reddit did better. Wow, okay, I got a twenty-five. <laughs> Do you want me to check for Tella? Uh, and Greta, she, Abby made eye contact with Micah. She went, oh, I got a 25. <laughs> I, didn't mean uh, it. I didn't mean it like that, and, Mike. Uh, That's okay. Okay, so you all look around the space. Greta, you like in between all the, like you guys are having to take breaks as quickly as you're going even. And the group is panting and everyone's getting really sweaty and it's hard work. And Jal is like, I mean, she's trying. She's managing small bouts on her own, but she's just not that athletic. And um, Craig, you're getting tired because you're having to go back and forth between carrying Ro, carrying Jal, carrying Ro, carrying Jal, because Ro's also useless. And um, with her strength score of six. And um, so you all are like making your way down the mountain as best you can. And Jal is trying her darndest, as is Ro. But um, as you all are making the distance, Greta, you pause a couple times and you peer up the side of the mountain. Okay, you don't see anyone wherever they've gone looking for you assuming they have they don't appear to be on your tail that you can see so that's darn good yeah okay so can i make a investigation check for a valley? i want to look for a valley that would be good to walk into and sleep in so a valley is massive and would take up a whole portion of the landscape. Are you looking for like sort of like a, a small ravine? That's or, exactly what And I'm I promise I'm not trying to be a stickler about language. I'm just making sure I understand what no, you want. No, you know that check. chart of all the, the landscape pieces, like no, the plateaus cool. and the, you know that thing that you, that everybody looked at as a kid? No, I don't you know if I looked at that. You must that, so I'll trust you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm looking um, for a ravine. Okay. Investigation um, check. Make, you know an, make an investigation check for me. I was homeschooled. <laughs> homeschool thing. <laughs> Make an investigation check. I was public schooled, so. Yeah, but you got the vibe. 
I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's a compliment. I also don't think I do. Do you remember earlier we were like, if you went to public school and you give off homeschooler vibes, that's not a compliment. Second, and then this, this campaign, you you get, the campaign role? is homeschool vibes. I for, for investigation. In what way is the campaign homeschool vibes? What'd you get for your investigation? <laughs> Big, come on, confidence. Big girl muffs. Big girl muffs. 23. 23? Yeah. Greta's on Fire. Oh this no, someone help. As you <laughs> I did as not mean to be that loud. Side of the, that was so funny. Man. Abby said, ah, ha, ha. as you guys are looking on the side of the mountain. Um there is a there is um like a section where one mountainside meets another where they come together. There's a ravine that plunges downward, but you find better than that. On a switchback down to the right of that, you find an overhang that leads into like a very shallow cave. So like you can see the back of it. It's only a handful of feet in, but if you were from above, it's just invisible. I love Kate. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, can I say that I was like, I like scurried around. Yeah, wait, what you do, dude? I scurried around. I was like scurrying around a little bit while people were resting, looking for like a spot to rest in a more permanent way. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. wasn't going to say anything, but you know. <laughs> Get him, DM. <laughs> and I come back and I'm like shaking with excitement. I'm like visibly so um, thrilled. Are you okay? Boz and Ro look happy. Uh, all the new people to you look kind of concerned. Okay. But... okay, so I notice their concerned looks and I try and like, okay. Um, good news, guys. I found a little teeny tiny cave. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Good news, guys. I found a little. <laughs> you so You are It's so because bad. you know what it is. I it's that what you're used to is that in these moments where you just start eating <laughs> away, like there's usually a lantern and a jacket to this turn to, fun. but it's just y'all today. I found a little teeny tiny cave, and it's kind of small, but I think I think it'd be a good place to rest and spend the night. It's down there, and I point to something that does not look like a cave. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And the NPCs move their way toward the shelter. Okay, let's see. Something's there. Um, you guys around the corner, teeny tiny cave. It's big enough for everyone, sizably. Do you think we should still do um the hut? You're halfway through it, and uh, like <laughs> halfway through that sentence, and Ro is pring boom dum dum and she just goes, "Did you ask me to cast magic?" And the uh, and this the hut is already. Do you need to have that way that I've already started doing? <laughs> and and the hut appears, a nice slate gray. In the cave? Mm. Dude, we got a house inside a house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need to start setting up camp. And Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> sassy. As you guys are going down the mountain, make sure you walk down. Uh, Boz oh and Ro and Tello start commonly setting about their tasks. Okay, they guys. Need to, uh, <laughs> Jean he's and, like, hey, make sure you set up your beds. Jean and, and uh, Catherine and Aaron sort of look back and forth, and none of them have sleeping rolls with them because that didn't occur to them. Oh. Uh, but they just nod and they start putting the bags that they have inside the hut. Um, Aaron like walks up to it and he sees Boz and Ro and Tello disappear into it. So he kind of like puts his hand through and winces, but then sees there isn't anything. He walks through. Um, Catherine follows suit. Shaw walks up to the edge of it. And she oh, no. puts her hands next to it. She kind of starts walking around the edge of it looking for a door. Okay. 
Just come in. I'm gonna. How? Uh, okay. I see that, and I'm gonna go inside and like grab Ro and whisper to her. Okay. And be like, hey, Ro, I know that you made it up against Kefkins. Yeah, I hate them. I hate those dirty Kefs. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I think is a good thing to explore and develop. But right now, in this moment, I need you to let Jal. Well, no, obviously, I'm not going to say anything around Greg's family. Okay, well, she's locked out. Can you, like, change it so that she's a friend? She's not an enemy. She shouldn't be locked out. She is locked out. No, she shouldn't be. And halfway through, you're all having that sentence, like a hand timidly comes through. <laughs> Jal sticks her out. head in and she goes, Oh, you can just walk through. And she, like, steps through and sits down. And she goes, can Craig hear that? Magic is wild. Uh, no. Because oh, uh, I'm really tired of everyone being like, I listen to the whispers. Because uh, for you to say whispering works, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. let's go. <laughs> that was and, positive. Um, everyone is in the hut, and when I say everyone, I do just barely barely mean everyone. Because I've looked Liam's tiny hut up, and you can fit nine medium-sized creatures barely. So everyone is just barely inside, oh, but people are like, you're almost sardined in there like everyone has like a couple inches away from the person next to them and everybody's at weird angles and the real problem is that people are different heights so you're having to like oh excuse me yeah no um, uh-huh, uh-huh how right. are we gonna sleep and just eight people seven people turn and look at you craig hold on is that right greta ro tello boz craig jean yeah eight people seven people just turn and look at you all at once craig that's... It's such a dumb question. We're standing up and we're this like compact. And then you look down at your feet where there's room for like eight, nine, maybe nine people to sit down and be in the space. And it occurs to you that that description from the ethereal non-existent creature known as the dungeon master might not have meant all just standing up. Oh, okay. Sassy. Sassy DM. Sassy DM. <laughs> um, I'm gonna talk I'm gonna say hey <laughs> Catherine um yeah do you want to use my bedroll because I'm gonna take first watch okay wasn't it was Dean wasn't it um Aaron and Joel I didn't have one and Catherine oh and Catherine yeah Okay. She just goes, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Greta, right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And she sort of pushes it out and. And then I'm going to hand mine to, to Jean and say, I have so many back problems already. Okay. I, this is she like. Just, she just goes, oh, thank you, Craig. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. She rolls it out and Aaron just kind of gives you like an awkward nod. He sits down on the edge of the bend roll and Jean lays down on it. And uh, she kind of gives him a face right before she lays down. Like, don't even think about laying down next to me. <laughs> and he just kind of sits up and she turns away from everyone else to the side. Aaron turns away from everyone to the side, but like a different direction, staring out at like the side of the hut. And Catherine kind of rolls over in her bedroll. Boz feels real awkward and just feign deaths himself real fast because he doesn't want to be a part of this situation. Why does he um, give up his bedroll? And then he's going to uh, feign death. And he just. Does out. he does he feign death on his bedroll? Perfectly on his bedroll. Uh, I push then, him off of his. Bed. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help I, you. Okay, so both we of you guys, it's not hard. You just roll him over, and he's like fully unconscious. Oh right? yeah, he's and he will out. be for eight you hours. Just, and, I feel kind of. And bad. he really looks like he's dead. And that's funny. 
Catherine just kind of gets big eyes. It's okay. It's okay. It's a spell. He he does this because he doesn't want to have to try and go to sleep. He does this. Okay, sorry. Bard things. Gotcha. Problem. She rolls over, and Ro just gets a big smile on her face, and uh, (laughs) she lays down in her bedroll, and it's just you two. As everyone else falls. I'm gonna watch. Okay, I'm taking the bedroll to Aaron. Cool. Aaron, don't tell Boz it's his. But he's he's out. Aren't you gonna need one? No. It just you you take it. No. no you, I put you in this situation. I'm gonna give you the bedroll. I don't need it, Dad. You can take it. Okay. All right. Turns looks at the wall again. I'm gonna go up to Greta. I'm outside. I'm outside. <laughs> well, that's good. It's because you were outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I was over outside. Okay. Okay. And I, uh, just for a reminder, the way that the hut works is when you're on the outside, you just see like the uniform color. But when you're inside, you can see out of it as if there's a very thin translucent film. Yeah. And you can see everything clearly. So no obscene gestures. <laughs> only if you're only if you're inside. Okay. It's like a tinted window. They'll see. They'll see everything. Okay. Well, Anyways, I go up to Greta and I I say, I really don't know how to, like, did you just cough? Yeah. Greta, I'm talking I'm having to allergies. You. I don't know yet. Okay. Anyways, I don't know how I to break the ice reaction. with them. I don't. Like, it seems like you're doing a better job talking to them than I am. Because I don't have a history with them, Chris. I, I, I think that sometimes the best that you can, you can't force them to forgive you and you can't force them to like you. The only thing that you can do is like, honestly, and and I swear if you tell me to be myself, Craig, I'm going to say that you should honestly and and genuinely tell them that you're, you're, what you did was very wrong and that you're very sorry. And I don't even, I mean, even if you tell them that you're trying to change, that's, they might not believe you. They might be like, well, you should have changed your, like, I feel like the best thing is to do is be like, man, I'm so sorry. And then try and show them that you've changed. But I mean, what do I know? No, you're right. I I didn't know a lot of things for a long time. I'm just now trying to figure them out. Oh my gosh, you didn't know? Mm-mm. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, you should get some sleep. Dang nope. it. Dang it. I won't do that, Craig. Okay. You should get some sleep, though. Oh, yeah. I have a bedroll. I really... Those if, are my if favorite Boz things. If still awake, he could... Oh, I do have a bedroll. Dang it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get some sleep, and I go back in. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Craig. Um, you walk back in, and... Like, you walk back in. Aaron, here's the crunch of the rock. He's one side of his look and looks back to the wall. And he just kind of lays down on the ground next to the bedroll. And he just pulls like a smooth rock over and puts his head on it. And, uh, that's, you know, that's a real Dunley thing to do. And his head, he goes, stinky. And then he lays on the bedroll. All right, that's weird. And you put out the bedroll and you lay down <laughs> on it. Um, Greta, you face, uh, not the open valley right now, because you all are sort of pinched in between part of the mountains where they come together. If you walked further out, you certainly could see it, but right now there's just tall, uneven, rough walls of stone uh, 
broken and fragmented, smoothed in sections by waters that have long run dry. And you just face just a near infinite spectrum of grays, blacks, and lighter colors as you look all around them. And out sort of like above and in front of you, um, the sky is turning a dark velvety purple, which is fading into a navy blue at its top. And little pinpoints of silver are starting to appear in the sky. Hmm. Is the floor dusty? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just the Sado Mountains. There's gravel and dust everywhere. I'm gonna, I mean, we've been hiking all day, so I'm kind of gonna like, I mean, I'm keeping watch, but as I'm watching and, and looking, I'm just gonna like kind of stretch a little bit. I just kind of like stretch my body, body out my muscles and like try and not be sore tomorrow. And I'm gonna kind of look at some of like the scars that I have from all of the recent craziness and um there are a lot and you find you're like oh you find a couple new ones yeah one on the back of an arm long gash some sort of leave you wondering like Narskana maybe and others you remember vividly yeah yeah I'm I, I think I'm I'm stretching and then I notice one and then I'm like, huh, and then I, I kind of get absorbed in it. And I, and after a little bit, I'm like not stretching anymore, but I'm just kind of sitting on the dirt, like playing with the dirt halfway and, and halfway like running fingers over scars. Um, and it's kind of like, like I'll, I'll play with the dirt a little bit and then like almost subconsciously reach up and like touch the scars mm. on my neck from, from Dolgoth's bunker and then it's it's like as i'm playing <laughs> playing with the playing with the dust and and like Dolgoth's cursed bonker <laughs> the one that murdered you violently <laughs> the death bonker yeah that one i'm glad you remember do you think <laughs> as i'm kind of like playing with the dirt and then like remembering all these scars i'm like getting increasingly <laughs> Keep going. I, dude, keep it together. Come on. It's only you two today. I'm getting like, a, <laughs> I'm getting God. increasingly dusty. Or Abby, whichever one. That's what I'm okay, trying yeah. to say. Yeah, so it, like it's kicking up on your fingers and the edges of your clothes. Yes, and it's a very serious moment and I'm like, there's dust everywhere. It looks weird because I'm covered in the, this very dust, just sitting, looking at the... Uh, can you make a perception check for the duration of your watch? I'm also being very perceptive while I'm having this. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Fourteen. All right. You get pretty absorbed in like you're you're keeping very watchful and then you get lost in thought. And then watchful and then lost in thought. At some point, um, it's rather uneventful. You are because the vast majority of, of your watches in the course of your travels are just sitting out, staring at nature. Um, but um, you do at some point hear like a, a gentle flapping of wings. Like a f- 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 you look out, and there is this bird with a white chest and black wings and a dark head with a dark brown streak over one side of the body, just sitting there. And if a bird could glare, it's just glaring at you. And you're like. Oh, that's the bird you accidentally... Did you throw up on it or did you crap on it? You don't remember. That's definitely the one. It's just sitting there twitching a little bit. 
and then it <laughs> flaps away. Yep. Are you doing something? I'm going to cast light on its beak. <laughs> What's the range on light? I think it's a touch. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. I jump out really fast and I touch its beak. You do have to touch. I'm going to make my finger glow really bright and just stare back in at it. In case you just E.T. phone home to do. <laughs> yeah. And the bird just... <laughs> And then I extinguish my light really quick. Okay, and you just sort of... It's creepy because the light goes out and then it's like a shadow overtakes light. you. It's like a greenish yeah. flame on my finger. Oh, dude, sick. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, time passes and you're probably Gucci. Slay, can I do another perception check? For sure. What As for? I'm leaving my shift, I want to okay. do a perception check. Actually for perception. <laughs> That's a four, 13. You just keep tracing your finger along the scars in your neck, thinking about Kafkins. Uh, you go back into the hut. Everyone's slumbering. Um, okay, so both of the Dunley men snore. Great. <laughs> kind of sounds like they're competing with each other. It's like an orchestra of chainsaws. <laughs> it's pretty unpleasant. But nice. And Rose just sitting there. Like her eyes keep opening and closing, and she keeps muttering to herself angrily. She wraps her pack over her head. Hey, rope. Yeah. You wanna? Yeah, it's, I'm I'm already awake, so that's yeah. fine. You can't hear him from outside the hut. Oh, good. I might just keep sleeping out there. And she uh, gets up maybe, and she walks outside. Maybe don't. She pops her head back up. I was obviously joking, Chris. I didn't mean it. I mean, My like, bad. like if I'd meant, I meant it. Hey, while I'm out here, do you think I should call the king? Or... Yes, yes, I do. Calling people late at night is always a good idea, especially boys that you like. Do you think that he likes me? She starts playing with her hair. <laughs> Can I do that? No, no, I'm not going to do it. No. And she pops okay. her head back out of there. Does she call the king? <laughs> not a good perception check. Dang, misled us with that. I don't know what that modifier is, but I'm going to assume it's that. Mm. Okay. Um, at some point, Craig... You feel like kind of like a pushing on your shoulder. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Craig, uh, it's it's time for you to do your watch. So if you want to go out there, look over. Craig, you got the third watch. You're <laughs> if you want to go out there, Craig, you can. It's just a bunch of rock. I didn't see anything. Yeah. But if, if you look up at the sky, there's a bunch of stars. I mean, there's always stars in the sky. But if you just want to look up, you can see it there. Yeah. And then okay, Craig right. doesn't stand up. He just kind of like halfway crawls out of the hut. Well, it doesn't have a um, crawl, but like... That's why they right. call him Inchworm Craig. <laughs> get get out of here. It's gonna keep being weird. Get she walks back to her spot and she lays down. Uh, Craig, you are outside of the hut, staring at wall. Bunch of rock. Overhang. It's it's pitch black. Rock there. check. <gasps> what for? What are you doing a check for? Rock check. There's rocks. I want to check them. <laughs> check out those rocks. I'm checking them out. Okay. I don't know what to do with that. It's like my player walked outside and went, athletics check. Okay. <laughs> yep. No, she just wants people about the No, rocks. this was a nat one. <laughs> no! I can't add any modifiers to that. I'm peering at it. You've always thought it might be a limestone, but that's only if... And like the bird comes by and just craps on your head and smears across your bald forehead. That's completely unrelated. <laughs> 
on a rock. And your your head is just moist. I used the rock <laughs> to so you pick up a rock and you just. <laughs> hmm. Yum. Gross. <laughs> okay. Do I need to do for Captain check? Should be an eight. It should be an eight. Yeah. Okay. You keep trying to look out and you just keep. Uh, it keeps in my eyes. <laughs> Why did you elect that voluntarily? For Captain Cat get Why, dude? I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know why that came out. It did not happen. That did not. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. I'm not the DM. I can't make bird poop go. <laughs> I, if you say it goes on the side of the head, hey, that's where it is. Micah, gross. <laughs> um, You're not gonna. Just, yeah, just give me a. No. Like a. I, I don't know. Just give me a, a survival check. A survival <laughs> check. Frank dies. Okay. What <laughs> is that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Craig, you're oh a little digging. You're oh that's so no. gross. Okay, if you just oh you poked yourself in the eye. Oh, oh. No, now your eye is definitely red. You can't see anything. Okay, if it did oh you poked yourself in the other eye. Okay, at some point. <laughs> the sky warms up and light Dang. comes. Greta, the first thing that you wake up to is looming over you. Craig no, is like pushing you no, awake, no, and no, both of his eyes are red and kind of swollen, and you can barely see out of them. And he's got tears on his cheeks, and uh, there's a little bit of like white bird poop mark on his forehead. And he's yawning a lot. <laughs> I go up to Row. Okay. And, and I wake her up. Good morning. Oh! <laughs> Help me. <laughs> And the white bird poop leaves your forehead and your eyes are still red and swollen because you still poked yourself in the eyes really hard. You mean it doesn't heal my eyeballs? I, I could try. Prestigitation could do everything. And she just sits there furiously whistling and it's not cleaning. No, stop. You're going to wake everyone up. Okay. And soon well. enough, the whole group is awake and um, you all are on the side of the mountain. I'm going to stare like this. And no one can tell the difference because that's how you've been staring. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> and Craig, everything is just really blurry. Okay. Um, so we're packing up. And yeah. the group kind of gets everything together. It's it's awkward. There's a lot of tension. Uh, Boz kind of looks awkward and doesn't know what to say. Do you want to sing a song? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Aaron just turns and looks at you with mouth agape in disbelief, just like... I'm sorry. Cats just clean up song. I clean up, clean up. Everybody, dear. <laughs> Craig, you do this every time. And Ro just goes, Well, I'm actually, I know a song. And uh, we're going to fade out there as Ro plays just like 12 songs in a row. Why is it okay when she does it? by Taylor Swift. And um, the party sets on the road again. Hey! Uh. And. Um, we are now going to do the rest of this episode a little differently. Oh no. So I don't want to. 
the way this is going to work is first of all, when we get to break, um, Mike is going to quit lying to herself and she's going to take a Red Bull. Um, but before then, um, the party is going to travel. You all that you can see, uh, give me one last group perception check. As you spend the next day heading down the rest of the mountain. Perception check? Tan. Mm -hmm. That'd be a 19 DM bowl. This is a good session for Greta. Tello got a... I'm going to be kind of mad if he has better perception. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Tello got a 15. Oh, dang. What do you mean, oh, okay? Are you joking? <laughs> Are you joking with me? Damn, I, hey, I used damn, to I'm use different dice for Greta and Tello, and then I decided that it's okay to use the same one. Sacrilegious. Mm -mm. Um, as you guys work your way kind of toward the base of the mountain, at some point in the day, the you um, I will initiate combat. <laughs> this this battle map is in front of me, young lady. <laughs> oh, good point. Um, as you guys work your way right down the mountain, at some point you do see far, far, far up the ridge a patrol of those giant goats with tiny little, like, kind of gray silver figures or figurines on them and you put together that the Kefkins have clearly started searching the whole mountainside at some point in the early morning, but you guys are already way, 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 way down. And you guys get the feeling that they're not following the path you took. They're just somewhere up further on the mountain. And you put together that an APB has been put out for you and everyone is looking, but they don't, they clearly don't have any idea where, and you guys have kind of basically given them the slip as best as you can tell. And so the party successfully slips into the valley below and we are going to do things differently than how we usually do them. The fun guys are now going to travel and they're just going to travel. Um, let's get out the map. Um, yes. So I know that Boz and Ro aren't here. Mm-hmm. Could we have them turn into giant eagles again? Duh. Duh. Yes, obviously. Kind um, of. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, why did that not occur to me? Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are down here in Shkonokov. Maps on the website, y'all. And you are going to have to make your way back up through um, the Pialanat and then back into the Dyandanek region, and you all know that the temple is somewhere in the middle. So, Boz and Ro, uh, Giant Eagle it up. It scares the living actual crap out Did of Did they crap Kat their Aaron pants? Crap their pants, check. Crap <laughs> 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 check. <laughs> I think it funny to her. come back as soon as you can but so um so uh, they don't poop their pants but your family is terrified by flying and um with the eagles you all can make up the flying oh my goodness just sit back up um uh, let's see what distance would this be across biasta from the south you guys are looking at about about a 150 mile journey 
Now, the eagles fly much slower than they have had to in the past. Much slower. Because there's people Because there's, like, each eagle has two people in claws and one on the back, and you guys are tying people down with... Yeah, there's seven people. Only two eagles. So each eagle has a person in each claw and and someone on the back, and you guys are tying people down with rope, and uh, Boz and Ro are very tired every day, but party moves with great expediency and a lot of screaming in the sky the first day and um you all reach the destination of the temple um five days later so now the rest of this episode is going to be the median time in between oh cool Mm. what would it have been before if we didn't realize we were going to be they were going to be equals uh two and a half weeks well sir very good point that i almost forgot so um keepers Good job, party members. <laughs> uh, so the party gets there. Um, so we are going to any roleplay moments you all want in the course of those five days, um, because there's, I mean, you all can fly for, you know, a little bit each day, and then the rest of the day is spent just walking or camping out. Yes. Am I on the same eagle as uh, Joel? You totally can be, but man, is that a place you can't talk because you're soaring no, through I the know. sky. I can read their minds, though. Oh, Dude, kill it, Craig. Let's go. And yes, that can totally be a moment we Michael have at some point. Michael woke up so and chose Craig. I, <laughs> I will zero in on I that as a moment wanna, we do yeah. in a second. Um, so we are going to have, you all can pick like two or three really key moments from this journey you want to zero in on for roleplay. And then we will sum up with you all getting back to the to the temple and to Epimukai. And we'll wrap that up with a little roleplay. Usually I don't like to telegraph things like this, but that's, that's the way it's going to go for the course of this episode. Nice. Um, just so we're not doing too much without Landon and Jackie. Yeah, yeah. So we will start with, we'll say it's the third day of the journey, and the eagles are just, and wind is just, by, and um, the stunningly beautiful uh, Pialantan, Pialanat that has been described in the past is um, moving below you and also flying. Wow. It continues to blow your minds. And the first time it happens, um, Aaron and Jal and Catherine. Th- this should be kind of the most awkward, unpleasant experience of your life, Craig. And a lot of the tension is diffused by constant wonder and magic. Like, everyone's upset, but whoa, giant eagle. And man, I sure am mad at my family members. Oh, I'm flying. Like, you know. You're, the Dundleys are having the most incredible moments of their lives in the middle of this tragedy. <laughs> um, so, uh, it helps diffuse things a little bit. At some point, Jal has started to get used to flight on the third day, but it's still freaking her out a little bit. And everyone's limbs look really ungraceful in flight. They're just kind of flopping behind him because you guys are going fast enough that like nobody can really do anything very graceful with their limbs. And the eagles have their claws around people's backs, um, which is a freaky feeling because the huge claws wrap around your torso. But Jal's just, she's just kind of flopping in the air next to you. Her hair's whipping around behind her and she keeps squinting her eyes. Try not to have her eyeballs dry out in the wind. And you can uh, creep into brains if you want. Does she know? I always forget. Do they know? They do not know. It's your future. Even if she wins or fails? Well, uh, you should have the details written down. I can look them up if you do not. No, I probably have them right here. Let's see if I can get it to you before you. I don't like that. Come on. I already got it open. Right here, I have it right here. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. it. At sixth level, you have grown accustomed to the tandrels. (laughs) It's on the second page. They do not know. Stinky. Hmm. So close. Okay. That's well. That's the answer I wanted. Okay. So I'm gonna go. Like, can I first talk to old for a second? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you are arms flopping in the Boz Eagle's talons in the sky. Your estranged daughter-in-law in the claw next to you. <laughs> it's just a really weird scenario. <laughs> Old, I, I've been yes, able... Yes, Greg. <laughs> I'm holding it in my hand, right? Or is it in my pocket? Do you will it to come to you? Like... You can, you can talk to all without the orb being there. Okay, okay, awesome. But you, you can bring the orb to you. No, because then I just... Yeah. <laughs> you would just grab it and you would just... He's yeah. like, I'm you dizzy, Craig. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, old I know that I've been able to, like, know what people are thinking and feeling. Mm. Um, and I know it's not from me. I didn't do that before you. But I, I was what wondering if... What observation. Yeah. I got a little bit more <laughs> observant. Um, but I was wondering, are you doing it? Or is it just something that I, like, I'm have? giving you the power, Greg. Okay. Can I be specific in what I ask? What do you mean? Like, like, Shaw, like, I know she's upset, but I, I, I want to... Yes, I can see that. And I want to go into her, like, and, you know get some more information on that but I don't could you do me can you do me that favor are you the one that does it or is it me fleshy puppets other people are like you're like rocks there might be gems inside but you have to break them open to see for me people are like books I can open up the spine, look inside, whenever I want. I'm giving you a little bit of my power, but mm. you still wield it. <laughs> Simply. But that's yeah. all right. Well, that's what my question was. Thank you. Already time for it. And then I'm like... Okay, so Never mind. you turn around and you make a stealth or or performance to look like you're not staring at her, however you want to do that, just because it's funny. <laughs> that one. Oh, man. Craig. <laughs> Gregory. Gregory. an episode. So you okay. turn and you just bug-eyed stare at Jal. So Jal is just squinting around the landscape. It looks over. <laughs> and she turns and looks at you and you're just giving her a huge like when your cat like stares at you with like dilated pupil eyes and you're just staring at her and she goes Um, can can I help you, Craig? But you can't hear any of it. All you hear is <laughs> and the wind's just blowing by and you don't get any of it. You're just staring at her with huge eyes. Um, it's an intelligence saving throw from her. Yes, it is. Um, Probably, yeah. And the DC is your feature DC. Uh, your proficiency bonus is plus five at this level. What's plus your... three. Oh, proficiency plus three. for level eight. Is that eight? correct? What? Yeah. For level eight? I don't know. Plus it's three. three. It's three. I don't know. I've done a couple if weeks you in a row do of plus DMing five, for level 13 hey, players. So. Okay. Plus three. It's 11. Your con modifier is plus four or plus five? Uh, plus four. Okay, so that's 15. All right. Uh, oh, failed by one. Uh, so she fails the saving throw by one. So you are able to penetrate into her mind. So she 
stands there looking at you really bewildered and your eyes, your bug eyes staring at her. Um, old, you could feel old, like sort of strange miasmic influence bleeding into her consciousness. Yes. Can I hear like pages of the book like... <gasps> sure. It sounds like, like an a, ocean like too. As the pages metaphorically turn apart and um, you are able to stare into her mind. Um, so the way that the feature reads... You, uh, so as she fails, you can immediately understand the general nature of her thoughts. Um, you can understand her intent, her emotions, anything like that. So as you pierce into her mind, you kind of hear her say, she, she feels uncomfortable, um, sort of surprised. And you understand that she thinks, why does he keep staring at me? It's just so weird. This is Aaron's dad. I mean, we had problems, but I don't remember him being this weird. Is his hair going to stay like that for a long time? Because I don't know about the peach fuzz. He's not blinking. And that's what you get out of her head. I'd say after, like, I get that, his gaze changes. <laughs> she and looks like, even more concerned. And no, no, as, as she's, like, done thinking that, he just kind of looks like dejected and okay and, she and then gets she just really looks away and just shakes his head and okay looks off so all she saw was you <laughs> stare at her bug-eyed for 30 seconds and then look sad and turn your head away <laughs> she kind of scrunches up her face and turns her head away and you guys are just both head away did, in eagle's talons flying through the sky did craig just learn that mind reading can hurt his feelings fun? yeah <laughs> character growth that no, is a moment no from the course of the five days of travel. Are there any others you all want to focus on? Otherwise, the group can just travel forward. It's up to you all. I'm assuming that Boz is, is doing good, Barry, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, he's feeding No, we're everybody. starving. <laughs> well, okay. Wait, no, he does good, Barry, and they just fly away. <laughs> oh, lost another one. <laughs> every day he messes it up again. Um, After a little bit, I'm going to start as Boz is casting Goodberry. I'm also going to create food and water just like as an option. Okay. But I don't actually know how that spell works, so I'm looking it up. All right. You can create really large quantities of food or water. Really large quantities? Yeah, you can. It's like a feast. Okay. It's a third level conjuration. Can I not do all of that? What? It's bland but nourishing. Yeah. You totally can. I can just do part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to like assume that... Boz maybe doesn't want to make good berry every day. So I'm going to like do that as well. And I'm going to maybe like Boz fell asleep really. I don't know what Boz does. Um, but like. We I, control him now. I'm I don't, pretty I sure. I don't want to do that. But maybe oh. he like falls asleep early. And I'm I'm going to like go around and make these little like. They're like little loafs. But they're like. They're like little round little okay, wafers. Yeah. And they're Simple, like. Simple hard. Uh, they're like soft and squishy. Okay. But they, it's like not like Quite bland. wheat bread. It's like a. It's like non. Oh. It's like little. Oh, but little, that sounds amazing. But it's like, non. but it's not bad good. Non. And it's, yeah. Bad non. It's like maybe it's like weirdly chewy. It's non. Yeah. Oh. And it comes with like a little bear. I, this is, this is too fun. It comes with like a little like dark, like weird, like, is it tar? No, it's jelly. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like a weird because it says it says bland but nourishing. Understood. So it's like so 
So it's like the jelly. party has bread along with weird, uh, we weird, weird. It's not that's bad. inside of it. It's yeah, just kinda, and they um. It's on top. So of it. it is bread with weird and uh, <laughs> it's um a jelly. Okay, bread with weird jelly. Yeah, bread with and jelly. I, I start. And I I want to do that, and then I'm like, whoa, that's too much. <laughs> and then the next couple days, I like do less. Um, as I'm figuring out the spell a little more, but I'm gonna the first time I'm gonna take it and take it over to Catherine and and Jal oh. and Aaron and those um, people. Thank you, Greta. And Jal just yeah. thank you, and Aaron. Uh, thanks, Greta. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, and then I hand it out to everyone. I'm gonna take my food and I'm gonna go over to them. Okay. And I'm gonna say, Hey, can I? Can I sit here? Um, and so, in the course of your travel, there's been a lot of walking. The walking is very quiet. It's very awkward. Um, the nights, everyone keeps staying in the dome, and there are weird shifts, and there's just a lot of not talking. Um, what day would you want to do this on, Craig? I'd say the next, the fourth day. Fourth day, okay. Um, so you sort of, like, the that trio keeps kind of clumping together. And unconsciously, the fun guys and then their traveling guests keep kind of congregating a little separately from each other. So, Craig, you walk over at some point, and um, Shaw kind of gives, like, a polite but sort of half-hearted, like, smiles and gestures, and Catherine just kind of nods emptily. And Aaron... Are y'all going to eat the... Side. The black stuff? And then and then Jolene's in and she goes, are we supposed to? I didn't know if maybe that was some sort of like a garnish. I don't know. She's never done this before. And I I I worry where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. And Catherine just sort of pulls it Do apart. Do you dare me to try it? I don't I don't know. And Aaron. I don't know. I'll test it out for y'all. We'll see if it's good. And Jal's sort of like on three. And she pulls off like a little piece. Mm -hmm. One, One, two, two, three. No, no. And you guys both spit it out at once and uh, tear off more little pieces. And um, everybody eats. At some point, Aaron just, you know, he doesn't make a big deal out of it. But he uh, he pulls apart some of the pieces, nods, and he gets up and he walks away. He just starts kind of walking around while he's eating. Um, he and Jal have also not been talking a lot. Um, things are just real awkward all around. And you keep finding that, um, like, Jal is willing to... Uh, as you sit there, Craig, you find that Jal kind of, like, leans into conversation with you. And, um, like, she's not talking openly, but she keeps, like, kind of sitting near to you and talking to you. And even with as low of insight as you might... No, no, I bumped up with your subclass. Um... You put together easily enough that if she's trying to avoid her husband, she's perfectly glad to talk, talk to you. Me. So she's just kind of sitting there like. So why can your friend do this? She's also a bard. So there's uh, there's magic, right? There's like people who are magical. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's like subdivisions of people who are in that. So there's bard. But then there's like way more. Yeah, we're all bards. <laughs> Boz, who has always been here, says. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so you guys are all, all are. No, no, no. no I'm no, no. sorry, that was a joke. He, he's really, oh. he's not. He's I'm figuring out that humor thing. Um, oh, I'm figuring yeah. out a lot of things. Okay. So there's bard, <laughs> then uh -huh. there's cleric, um, and then 
That's all I know. <laughs> Wait, no, no, there's some more. <laughs> oh, I mean, more more than I yeah. do. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I was right where they're with you. I don't know why I did that. How'd you do on your exam, Landon? Uh, I got, he, uh, you get two tries, and basically this is the thing that decides if I get an A in the course, oh. and I made a percent less than what I was supposed to get to make an A the first time I took it. And so that was going to be the thing that made it to where I could play today or not. Okay. And so I retook it and I made a 98. Dude, so. heck yeah. Dude, nice. They give you ah. two tries you are, Snaps at home yeah. for Landon. Academic slay. Because he's good at, at, he's mastering accounting. <laughs> <laughs> two tries at an exam. That's great. Um, yeah. But so, it's crazy. It's 50 questions. They give you an hour and 40 minutes to do it. Gosh. Oh, that's tense. And there's long questions in there. And you got to reread them a few times. And you're just like doing the math. Sometimes they just do calculator math. Say, okay, I got 30 extra seconds. I got this. I got this. You know? And I that burned sucks. 10 seconds to make myself feel better. <laughs> oh, nice, dude. Um, the party has gotten away from the mountain and we're in the fourth day of travel and we're just kind of travel oh montaging God. back That's to the it. temple because uh, I almost forgot that the party can giant eagle everywhere and Abby helped me remember. So we are just picking scenes and moments from the course of travel and uh, this is like a dinner on the fourth day when everyone's eating uh, food and water that Greta has created. So what's and the vibe? Like real awkward. Awkward is um, Real awkward. Uh, Getting better. Time to break Cats like there. She's not being difficult, but she's not really engaging. Aaron's being standoffish. Jal and Aaron aren't talking. It's just, it's just very awkward. Okay. Um, have they held hands yet? No. Super not. Oh. Super um, not. Craig, was there more that you wanted out of that moment with Jal? Uh, what I was saying. Yeah, I was saying. I, I mean, I was right there with you. Um, and after meeting these guys, like, yeah, you just kind of so have to you, figure what out. What do you do here? So, uh, they're not. They're not really strong. They don't look like it. And uh, I, I don't mean to brag, but I, I, I kind of did that a lot of the strong things, you know. That's 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 cool. And also get to tell them about rocks. They don't know anything about rocks. They don't like knowing things about rocks, but I tell them anyways. <laughs> Can I use a half-hearted chuckle and tears up a little piece of bread? Eat some more of it. Sure. Can I ask you something? Uh. Sure. What do you think about my hair? I'm just kidding. I know it looks weird. I mean, I don't know. Bald's not bad on you. Okay. Looks awkwardly away. <laughs> she gets up and walks and sits somewhere else with her bread. Yeah. Um, as Craig is being avoided by most of his family, <laughs> at some point, Boz, as you're sitting there eating very bland bread with a weird, it's not jelly, something inside of it that Greta has made. It's black goop. Um, <laughs> Insight check. I don't have, okay, so I don't have my dice or my character sheet. I'm going to have to find them during the break. We'll so until then, my insight's plus 12. Um, uh, it's probably edible, but you don't know what it is. Um, at some point, you hear a crunching of boots and rocks. I thought it was from the gel. I was and, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And, um, At some point, you're chewing it, and it becomes crunchy. Uh, <laughs> 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 you, the heat activates like, it. I um, imagine there's like constantly cat litter in it. Reverse gum. <laughs> reverse gum. Hold on, did everyone just zoom over? Micah saying, "Is there cat litter in it?" <laughs> there's probably <laughs> cat litter. Is just like, clay. Be, like sprinkles or something. Really? Like, I Both of those things are not true. <laughs> but anyway, it is clay. It's mostly clay. The Maybe there's the also some very key beans. other things in there. <laughs> okay. There's, there's a lot Sometimes of nitrogen fixates. Anyway, none of this matters. There's a lot of ammonia in it, but that's not the point. 
Um, how did we get stuck here? So, um, the moon, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Landon. So, um, should you look up in the directions of the boots crunching towards you, um, there's a dwarven figure with dark black hair, and Aaron's just sort of standing there, and he's got some of the bread pulled apart, and he goes, Mind if I, um, grab a rock? Yeah, Zach, DM, rock? What is he talking um, about? You guys are in the, you're just somewhere in the Pialian, like, Oh, so he's asking to sit down. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I just wanted to, I just... <laughs> Why was that the thing that broke you, Abby? What is he talking about? Because um, it was already kind of funny. And then it... <laughs> so he just, can, he can just plops down on the rock next to you. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know this whole thing is really weird. Um, yeah. And I don't need to pretend like it's not, but I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Um, uh, I, I don't even know if you care, but I said your name wrong like five times and I stared a lot when I met you. So I'm sorry, Buzz. Uh, that's, that's I'm trying to learn to do better than how I might've been raised. Yeah. Um, and Buzz you know, is actually my middle name, but you can call me that if you want. Did I get it wrong? Did I get it wrong again? No, yeah, it's okay. It's Boz with a B A Z Z. And he like kind of. But it's okay. It's no, okay. I'm, I'm really Boz. Boz. Yeah. I'm really sorry, man. No, um, it's all right. It's not going well, but yeah. No, it's sorry. It's okay. I am. Um, but Boz. Yeah. Boz. Yeah. I'm, I'm still. There's a lot of the world I haven't seen, so I I apologize. No. I, that's have you, all. Have you been out of the mountain? Are you, just, are you just growing up there and that's all? It, like, no, I mean, when I was young, you would kind of like go camping along some of the countryside, but no, I've, I've never been beyond the mountains. Most dwarves don't. Really? Yeah. I was the same way until like a month ago. You're, um, you're from Boston? No, no, but I like never left my home ever. Like, oh. Like, and it was on like on an island and it was, it was like, oh. you couldn't leave if you wanted to, or at least, I don't know, maybe if someone could swim far enough, but, um, yeah. So where, where, where are you from? It's, it's a place. It's oh, a, uh, it's a yeah, place. No, no, no. Hey, you're, it's, if you don't want to say. No, it's okay. I don't think I've told anybody. Um, it's oh. just, yeah, it's just like a thing. It's, it's oh, not, yeah, it's no, not no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so, I mean, I don't know how long we're like gonna be here together like traveling together but um i mean yeah how where how long is it to this temple uh it was a lot faster last time for reasons uh magic stuff sure it probably stuff. should be a few days dm can i do i know it's like gonna be like yeah like you guys have like a like another day of travel it's like another day and um oh that's not it's not so bad i guess yeah yeah um but yeah, I mean, it's it's been nice so far. I mean, it's been a lot worse, so um, it's good to have the company. <sighs> yeah. I'm sorry that it happened the way that it did. Yeah, me too. Um, Thank you, by the way. I mean, I'm not happy to be here. I don't want to be here. And... <sighs> I give y'all another week before she talks to me again. Um, mm. And it's probably not going to be some fun discussions when she does. You know, blame her because I don't know what's going to happen to her dad. But, but, but um, thanks. Thanks for saving our lives. 
and, and also, um, I don't know. I don't know that I, I don't know. I don't know. This whole thing is new to me. What you all What were you going to say? Do. Greta says just whatever comes to her head sometimes. So I don't think I, I think I have tough bark skin, tough bark <laughs> skin. Well, I, I don't know if I agree exactly with what you guys do. Yeah. It seems like you guys have really been through it. it. Seems like my dad has been through it. And I guess you guys really fought Dolgoth. Yeah. Which leaves me with a lot of questions about my dad. But, but it seems like you guys have sacrificed a lot. Yeah. And I guess if I had magical powers and I could throw overthrow the empire, maybe I would. Um, but I you think know, that I, leaves the little guys who get left behind in some really complicated spots. Um, it does. But it's really not the point of what I was... I was just trying to say I'm not I'm not good at this. This isn't... I don't... I'm, I'm not a people person. Well, I'm, we have... Compared to some people that we've met and that we have st still talked to, you are a people person by any means of trades. <laughs> but I, I do want to let you know that, um, I mean, it's I don't I, I don't know what I've heard people call us like adventurers or whatever, but I I don't know what the kind of like connotations with that are. But I don't really think any of us would prefer to be here, to be honest. I think most of us are like kind of have to be. Um, what do you? I pull up my box and I I say. I mean, the reason I left my home is because um, I have uh, these bees in here, and I I love them to death. There, and there are bees in there. Yeah, it's they're yeah, but they're dying. And um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's very it's you know it's very important. I don't know what's going to happen, but sure. Basically, it is it is extremely important that they get well. And I is it is it like a is it like a magic thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Like bards need bees or. The the from where I come from, there is a special kind of magic that permeates every single living thing and every single thing that breathes and moves and lives and sings. And these bees carry that magic everywhere. Oh. And without them, it falls apart. And so oh. I came here for them and it sucked me into this. And I wouldn't change anything, but I I'm not trying to overthrow the empire. I don't, I don't really care. I hate, I don't like the meat. I've watched them do awful things and I would love to prevent that from happening. But I, man, I, I just want to take care of my bees and most of the time they're standing in the way. So, um, yeah, but I'd love to hear more about you too. You know, I feel like I'm talking forever. Oh, no, that's, I'm sorry about your, uh, your, your magic bees. Um, I, I was really just it's turning the whole thing I, I wasn't I just I'm, I'm just sorry is all and thank you yeah it's, I mean I don't agree on everything but I, I don't we don't have to like be enemies or something no I mean I, so. I'm really excited to meet y'all um, Craig has talked about you guys um, sometimes <laughs> he's bet. kind of reserved but he um... <laughs> my dad is reserved 
Uh, and some things, and other things you can't keep him from not talking about. Is Craig near me? Do I know he can? No, I, he's definitely okay, not Okay, okay, cool. Then I'm like, I'm not afraid. But like, um, <laughs> you should be. When he does mention, I don't. It's not my. I don't know if it's my place. Anyways, he. Hey, you're. It's messy. You're good. You don't have to step into this. It's nice to meet Craig's son, and it has been. Your dad has saved my life. And. I have been through things with him that I don't think I'll ever see with another person, so. Yeah, he's different. Well, thanks, uh, Boz, for the rock. Yeah. And he gives that white guy, like, um, pursed lip, like, half-smile thing. Yes. Everyone does with him. Yes. Yeah, yes. he just uh, stands up off the rock and treads away. All right. I ate my grit, but my black sludge. Does okay. it get crunchy in the end? Yep. It does? All right. Okay. Kitty litter? Um, <laughs> Clay anyone else have any, <laughs> <laughs> anyone else have any other moments they really... Um, Did you just tell me yes by rapidly breathing softly in the mic? I was whispering. I said, oh, okay. I have a thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Greta? Every night, I cast... Every morning and every night when I wake up and go to bed. Fireball. <laughs> I cast fireball. I cast I'll get them all in the end. <laughs> At the sky. I cast augury on Tello's dad. Almost like kind of compulsively. Oh, okay. Like, it's like when I wake up, now, I'm like... You know that augury expends components every time, right? No, we talked about this. Augury doesn't. It's the divination one that does. I'm still wrong. You're still right. You man, you're amazing. Um, divination is the one that does. Yeah, Thank you. Because I incense. Sorry, the last time I had a uh, cleric who did augury, it was like two years ago. No, it's so okay. It's you. okay. I should have said um, that better. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just so excited Kai's to be here right now. <laughs> It's very nice to have you back. Also, thank you, because it was just maniac laughing for it an hour and a half. Nothing but an hour of hey, laughter. Hey, I can't. What? I, I hate to do something. I wanted to cast an insight check on his dad, um, and do an insight on his dad before he, not his Who's dad, his dad? son, on on uh, Aaron as he was walking away to see how that, because I really. Good soup. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, uh, Roll an insight check. I think I. Initiative. I Oh. <laughs> Are you proficient in insight? Uh, I have. I my gut says plus five, but I. Well, no, no. I have your stats pulled up on the website. Oh, you do. Uh, so if you are you proficient in insight? I don't know. I let's say you are, because I think you are. I think I am too. I got I thirteen plus whatever my modifier is. Wait, does it feel like a plus five? It does. Then you're probably not proficient because you already have a plus five. Oh well, because otherwise it's a plus ten. Oh my gosh. Yeah, What'd you roll? Not proficient. Roll 13. Okay, so that's 18? Yeah. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Um, What were you trying to insight? Uh, how he felt after I realized that, I don't know, brought up some stuff when he was, you know, you know, just, you know, dove head first into you the abyss. You could put together pretty reasonably that he's just got a really, <laughs> probably feels a lot of things. Um, His marriage is suddenly on the rocks. Um, He's suddenly been forcibly reunited with his dad who you could put together well enough he didn't want to see but you also know that a lot of the things he thought he knew have been pretty rapidly challenged and he's had to spend four days in confined space with his dad which he didn't want everything's just weird and bad and you get the feeling Aaron's like holding it together but that there's clearly a little bit of 
he must be... Everything's in pieces, and he's trying to figure out where those pieces go. He's trying to figure out how to put them back together and what that might mean. He's yeah. clearly reevaluating things. Yeah. And it's weird, and he doesn't like it. Okay. Makes sense. I'm just glad he's not mad at me. <laughs> and he didn't seem to care much. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, uh, all right, so sorry. I just wanted to do that before you move on. Augury. Um, so the way Augury works... Wait, no, you know, right? Yep. Okay, so what is it that you attempt? What's your question? The first couple times, it's going to be how is Tello's dad doing? Mr. Viel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got that memory. So for the record, Augury lets you divinate about a specific course of action you would like to take within the next 30 minutes. Mm. <laughs> a course of action? Yes. Okay. It would have been something great to use on the berries. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm going to go Sorry. over to Tello, probably okay. on like the third or fourth day. Okay. He's just kind of sitting staring at the wilderness. And I'm going to like awkwardly approach. Can I roll for awkward? Just kidding. Um, You're complete. Hey. Um, and I'm going to say, hey. Um. Hey, have you talked to your dad recently? Uh, no. I haven't. Okay. I... I was gonna check on him using magic, but I don't have the, the components. But, um... I'm sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Um... I've still got the sending stone if you need it, so... <sighs> Thanks. I don't know if I have use for it anymore. What do you mean? I was just using it to betray you all, so... Doesn't seem like it has a lot of purpose now. It's probably better with you guys. It's really powerful. You should use it. Well... If you ever need it, don't hesitate to ask. Thanks, I appreciate that. And I'm... I'm gonna go like a couple feet away and just kind of sit down and look at the landscape. Like if he's on the edge of camp, I'm gonna like... Slightly more inward. Okay, I'm gonna walk to like the edge of... I'm gonna like walk past like... Oh, past beyond him. Yeah, past him. Just like a little bit outside of the camp. Find a nice rock to lay on. Look at the... What's your passive perception? Oh, I don't need to go. I think it's a 15. Yeah, don't worry about it. What if it's a 27? Hmm? What'd you say? Just kidding. Did you say, what if it's a 27? Yeah. You'd have to have a 17 perception modifier. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, okay. Can I say that I do something like each night? Sure, yeah. So I feel like, you know... People always like want to just be like, oh, I wild shape. I immediately know what it feels like to be an animal, but I don't know. I want to feel oh, like there's yeah. some strangeness to it. Yes, for sure. So one thing I want to do is like each night turn to like a different bird that I oh, have like. Oh, heck yeah. Like what? if I haven't already used it and like play like air tag with the dragon Aww. and like get better at flying. You are doing something good for my DM heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I really wanted to, to devote a little bit of the last of this time to getting back to the temple. So no. I'm going to curtail this scene. Yeah. But anytime you want to do this again in the future, land and peep Barnaby Williams. <laughs> you do it because I want to do it badly. <laughs> anytime you're like, Zach, I just want to spend some time as an animal. All right. No, I don't I don't mind that. I'm just doing that. <laughs> what birds do you choose? Uh, for animals. I'm seeing or... right now. Yeah. So, um... um so there, uh, do, do you want specifically a bird? Because it totally can't be. Yeah, probably birds okay. right now. Um, you think of that finch that you saw, little, or excuse me, little sparrow in, from the mountain, that one that was like dark black with an iridescent purple head and the white patch on the breast. And spending some time on it, you notice that you have white flitting down like uh, the primaries, the underside of the primaries of your wings and then the secondaries as well. And there's like little trim to the edge of each feather. It's gorgeous when you fly. Every single time you fly, it looks like someone's flashing a light. Um, and uh, the sensation is wild. Um, your heart rate elevates. Um, your senses heighten and quicken. And you realize that like, you gain the ability to take in the world at just rapid, rapid, rapid speeds. In flight, it's phenomenal. You're like a fighter jet. Your ability to turn, bank, rapidly move. You can feel... You begin to sense the world tactily as much as you do visually. You begin to take in the world from the sensation of air currents moving over your feathers. And you can... You can feel it at the slightest bit, like the way that you feel something on your arm hair as a human. You feel like the slightest change in wind currents, mm -hmm. and you realize that you can mat, you can like, um, you can maneuver yourself and figure out where you are in the air, almost kind of even without sight. And you and um, uh, Zalifax, 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 shout out to uh, Emerald, the patron, because uh, she remembered the lore that I forgot. Um, <laughs> you guys just do this like dog fighting in the air, and Zalifax does this really cool like winding, spinning. It's like a like a more Eastern interpretation of a dragon, the way that there's always that fluid motion. So he's always kind of like swimming through the air, spiraling after you, and he's got like um, he can bank a little better than you do because his spine is basically just kind of like a rubber band. <laughs> but you have more top speed, so he keeps almost catching you and does this thing where he kind of like nips at your feathers, and then you duck and weave around him, and the whole time he laughs. His, like maniacally Aww. um he adores it when you all do this and every time you get done he asks for more <laughs> and um uh he's he's always like panting his, his heart like beating and, and and his ribs expanding and rapidly contracting he's out of breath every time um but maybe the wildest part about being a bird is that you just gain a sense of direction you just always kind of know which direction you're going in terms of like latitude and longitude you realize as a bird that you can like navigate all the time wherever you're headed and in game this is a way that you would never know but birds have um they are more receptive to the magnetic fields of the world um and they can tell where they are a lot of migratory species can subconsciously tell where they are electromagnetically from any point on the earth um because of small uh crystalline uh minerals they're embedded within special uh, organs and bone structures within their head and you wouldn't know this as boz the bird but um like everywhere you fly you gain this incredible intuition and you realize in the future that like this ability to navigate like this if you were a bird if you were lost would be very powerful Ooh. that's awesome cool. that's so cool <laughs> yeah and otherwise um the fun guys transpire a lot of awkward time on the road um craig it's intense and it's strange to be at this pinnacle moment with your family but you just get the feeling that nobody's ready to kind of go anywhere it hurts it's not just weird it's painful um, your son's definitely, he doesn't seem interested in talking. Jal's present. She'll talk to you, but there doesn't seem to be any real desire. I don't know. She's hard to read. 
and Kat just isn't talking too much. So you are there. Um, otherwise, at some point in the fifth day, you all arrive um, at uh, on uh, it's no longer Bial Kaneth. Wow. Um, on uh, Bialskon the first. Bialskon. Um, great name. You all arrive at uh, the temple of Selun in the middle of the Dianzadek. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point, you are leading the Dundleys up to that carved archway in the middle of the plateau that casts that deep shadow over the huge expanse of Dianzadek. And um, uh, the temple lies before you. What are the party doing to wrap up the episode? I'm going to walk back in the temple. Okay. The bar go up on the temple. He walks in the door and he goes down to the white and his power attack right in the temple point. No, uh, Oh, do you fall? No, she didn't. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> Who, do you fall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fun guys trail down to the temple. Um, Craig, your family, in different pieces, all sort of look apprehensive one by one, but nod and go underground, and there's this sort of relaxation that flows over all three of them. Even Jal is, okay, back underground. And uh, <laughs> they all walk down the archway, and as you all re-enter that large open foyer with the blue crystals lighting the space, um, Aaron immediately walks over the crystals and starts looking at them, fascinated by the luminescent mineral. And uh, it's only after a moment before everyone sort of like, the Dunleys with their heads rapidly as there's this <laughs> and a gigantic man covered in monster bone fragment armor walks back into the room and like Aaron's like hand whips to a side for a sword that's not there and like Jaw kind of moves behind Cat and um, this booming voice. Hello and welcome to my temple. I am Archpriest of Selun Epmundkai. I grant you safe passage in my home. And there's an awkward deep bow, and then he stands back up, and the rest of the fun guys have entered. I, like, without skipping a beat, I go up to him and I'm like, your sword is so cool. Oh it my is really gosh. cool, isn't it? It is so... I think it's probably the coolest item I've ever seen. Oh, oh. thank you for the opportunity to use this. You are welcome. Do you want to meet my family? Yes. Hello. And Aaron sort of, um, hi. He's looking at all the armor. This Salutations. Is, um, I am Archpriest F. Moonkai <laughs> of the goddess Selun. And a giant hand wraps around a sizable hand, and there's a firm, like, bro handshake. And he nods. He turns to a cat. Hello and salutations. I am Archpriest of the goddess Selun, F. Moonkai. Shakes her hand. And turns to Jal, you're, I, I bet you're, um, you're Ephmud Kai, Archpriest of the Goddess Elun. Yes. Okay. And she shakes his hand. <laughs> and he, I grant you all shelter here. There are chambers this way. For your safety, you should probably stay. And Aaron nods, understandingly. Cat sort of sighs. Shaw just looks sad and stares at the Aww. wall, but nods. <laughs> And Mundkai turns back. All right. He turns around and starts to walk out of the room. Do you have food? Turns back soup. Is your soup? Are you making soup tonight? Of course. <laughs> I have made soup. Yes. He turns back to the Dunleys. Dunleys. There will be soup in the morning as well as the evening. And then he shows you all to the mess and he lays out bowls and places out soup and uh, Aaron kind of likes it. Yeah, he's, he's digging away in it. Shawl is trying to eat it, and she but she's trying to not. I mean, she recognizes she's you know this is all she has, so she's eating without complaining. Catherine makes a face but eats it gladly. Everyone nods, 
and uh, at some point, so Craig, your family continues to sit separated, um, and I assume the fun guys find a place to seat at some place. Um, do, who do you try to sit with, Craig? Which group? Oh, I I haven't left him Ethman Kai alone. Okay, <laughs> I've been talking to him. I've been saying, I like what you've done with the place. <laughs> Thank you. I swept. Oh, he's just ladling out soup. <laughs> Oh, fun guys. I thought I should tell you and I forgot to say. Your friend, the wizard lady, she became afraid. She was afraid that she had not gotten far enough oh, away no. from the Empire. She asked that I take her early. I forgot to message you. I apologize. Did, did This they, was inconsiderate. Did they pay you? Yes. Okay. He reaches around and he like, he has this large knapsack at his side and he says it feels like a lot and he just hucks a bag at you boss oh, no. and you catch it in your chest and it feels heavy and you set it down on the table that's like that's a lot of gold that's like 1500 gold easy 1500 yeah something like that i mean it's a heavy bag if Guys, you guess we should give a third of it to, to okay do you, do you yeah, i'm saying that out loud like do like, you open it up and look inside yeah i open it up look inside okay oh well that's platinum Fifteen hundred platinum. Oh, that's right. You killed Dolgoth. Oh, Thimnon honored his bounty. <gasps> oh yeah. You all just got paid for the death of Dolgoth. Whoa. Oh my god. And Boz, you sit there, and you're not the best at math. That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Of people. That's probably like fifteen hundred platinum. Wow. And then everyone goes. I counted it. It's 1,500 platinum. Oh, thank you. I wanted to make sure that they did not default on their agreement to you. I told them that they were beholden to honor it. They were displeased when I counted it. But it was only a few hours. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really yes. do. I really do. Um, DM, oh, do we know? Okay. So so they told us they're going to pay us. That was for that was for Dolgoth. That was okay. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot that. Okay. So um how hard was the journey? It was fine. I walked. Okay. I, I, I mean like some of it okay. I think I get out like 100 platinum and I hand it to him. No, this is your money. No, you you took her there for us. I mean can we yes and i said i would do it for free can we donate to the church yes i'll do that then and he puts the coin in his hands this is the largest donation we have ever received good saloon be with you he walks out of the room with you as well also so. with you <laughs> and also with you and after a little bit he walks back in it is in the donation box thank you i hope it helps people you are welcome and he, <laughs> he walks out of the Dundleys. Is the soup good? <laughs> and that, that carries on. And Boz, you're just sitting there looking at 1,400 platinum, which you realize to be 14,000 gold. Holy. And Rose just sitting there with her, her mouth agape. <clears throat> I feel bad that we didn't get to say bye to Caladra. I kind of miss her a little bit. I like Caladra. Can we yeah. need the sending stone? Where's the sending stone? I hand it to Boz. All right. Okay. I call Caladra. Can you squeeze it and you think of her? Hey, are you all right? Oh. Oh. Oh, boss. Um, yeah, I'm 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 fine. All right. Um okay, good. Thank you for um seeing over me. Thank you. Yeah, 
I'm glad I'm glad that you were able to get there safe. I'm sorry that we were delayed for so long. Um, but I get it. And um, yeah, no, I, I don't mean to be rude, but I just uh, I really want to get out. So yeah, yeah, I'm I, headed west. They're ferrying me. It's it's fine. If there's anything we can do, um, or to help, enough. just the biggest thing would just forget my name and that you've ever seen me and everything. All right. Could give us a call, you know, if. Can you tell her that she was funny? Craig says you were funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I'll let you go. No, um, it's all right. All right. Talk to you later. Um, Boz? Yes. The palace has tunnels in the walls. That's... There, there are obvious passages that people can move through, but there are second layers in the walls of the Kefkin Palace. That's how they move back and forth. And they're hard to find, they're heavily guarded, but there are secret teleportation circles that go to Asgon's central chamber. You'd be an idiot to assault him, but if you ever decide to be that dumb, learn those circles and I imagine you could get in. Okay. That's everything I know. Thank you. Please never mention me again. As you wish. Thank you. Look off this time. Okay. She's she's fine. <laughs> she, you know. She's like. She yeah yeah she's good. Would anyone like more soup? And that's where we'll close. Uh, episode sixty nine. Oh, I thought you were going to do it one more time. Okay, cool. Do what? Um, I have something to say. Oh. 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 I ship Kaladra and Thimnon. <laughs> I don't even, I haven't even seen them interact and I do too. Right? It makes sense. Yeah, they would be so great together. They're both so bitter. Oh my gosh, we should do a blind date. We should do like a blind date. You want to see it, Zach? Give oh it my damn gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, perfect. 0 0.09 levels. Oh, counting. Are we nine? I don't know. 0 0.09 nine? levels. Tell the listener. <laughs> listener, as Abby. everyone attempts to tabulate their math, um, you don't have your levels. There's updated? interesting information I on the me. Patreon. Uh, you all can go there for. We recently put artwork up of of uh, Craig's family. Oh. We have exclusive content. I just remembered the other day that um, the uh, uh, the live show is still only found found on the patreon which is amazing yeah. um we recently put up yeah. a more another little original spell jammer one shot which is yeah. the absolute chaos so if you're interested go listen to the patreon there's cool updates on the website there's all sorts of stuff but more than anything i hope you're making wonderful stories with people you know that care about yep okay okay and life is an incredible adventure and you're an important part